Hi, everybody, and welcome to the UA uh, podcast. This week, we're doing the uh, Symbols of Peace series. This is the second episode. We're talking about the fire symbol uh, with you. I am your host, John Jennings, and with me is my co-host, Ryan Craft. Ryan, what's up? Not much, man. How's it going? It's going pretty good, you know, man. Uh, it's it's the release week. We've all got our cards in. It's pretty exciting. You know, we ripped through our case and uh, took the long time to sort all those cards and uh, yeah. see, what, see what goodies we had. Yeah. Sorting spent, is always the, the least fun part. I spent like an hour and a half opening eight boxes and like seven hours sorting eight boxes. So that, that didn't feel great. But hey, yeah, it's part of it the was, job. Uh, right? it, it is what it is, man. So I, I got to ask you, me and Matt talked about this. When you're opening packs, because the UFS packs are a little hard to get into. I know they have the little pull tab. How did you do it? Did you go pull tab or what was your method of getting into the packs? All right. So uh, so when I got my first box, um, number one, it was a fucking chore to get into the box to begin with because that plastic on the outside is insanely tight and strong. <laughs> so yeah. I was actually trying to record uh, behind the scenes. I was trying to record a box opening video and it was just a fucking disaster. To begin with, couldn't get into the box. <laughs> I didn't realize there was a pull tab on the packs in my first box, so I was mm-hmm. just pulling packs apart, tearing them. It was awful. I deleted that video. It sucks. Uh, but then after <laughs> I, after I learned about the pull tab, I was pull tab the whole way, dude. It was so easy. Pull tab, okay. I I I lived dangerously. I used a pair of scissors. Yeah, so I uh, I did that a little off. bit on my first box because I was like, man, pulling these packs apart sucks. But then I also was worried about cutting packs, so I was like, man. I'm just going to, I'll worry about bending them before I cut them. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the pull tab was a life changer, man. Gotcha. Yeah. No, see, I the, you get the scissors and then you get the pack. Because you can do like three packs at once. And you just Because um, there's like actually a surprising amount of space where you can get them all down to the bottom. You just snip all three packs at once and just dump them out, man. It's great. That's the next level. I didn't think about the triple pack scissor cut. That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 I'll that's, keep that's that in mind for set two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right, so uh, we're gonna talk about some current events and kind of what's going on in the the My Hero Academia uh, UFS world. Um, obviously, like I said, it's release week, so the big thing for us is we got to you know just fucking play some cards, man. In person, play cards. We got in- off of Tabletop Simulator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we met up at our local game shop, uh, Empire Games. Uh, not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we, we, we went over there and just, you know, we met up and sat down and played cards. It was, it was unreal, man. It's, it's been a while. It's been a long time coming. Felt great. Yeah. The realization that the cards are actually real and we actually have them in our hands now and we can play with people. Yeah. Um, it was cool. Cause like, you know, we had, uh, we, we talked to the, the shop runners and they had some people that had been inquiring about the game, which is good. There's like one random guy who stopped, stopped in and checked the game out. Uh, but after you left, John, we actually had, uh, we talked to someone who was like going to try and get in and buy some stuff and play with us. So we're, we're starting nice. little first little baby steps, baby steps of trying to build a local play group that we do not have currently. So that should be fun. Nice. Yeah, man. It's, um, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, uh, so what kind of, what, what kind of decks were you playing yesterday? I, I saw a couple of them. Uh, I was, I was only there for a little bit. So what, what all were you running yesterday, Ryan? So got I have three decks together. Um, Tokiami uh, off of fire. Um, I have Ida off of fire, and I have uh, Uraraka <laughs> off of okay. air. Okay. Yeah. So look, I may or may not like fire symbol right now. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh. So did you have a, a favorite of those that you were playing? 
Uh, so favorite. So yeah. So I think Tokiyami's probably the best of those. Like he's just mm-hmm. a murdering machine. But I think I actually had more fun playing Uraraka, just with like looping attacks and just doing stuff. It was just like a pretty fun deck to play. Um, Tokiyami's fun in his own way, but he's really just like, okay, I drew like five attacks and two summon dark shadows, and I'm gonna play them all and not tap anything the whole turn. And you're dead. Uh, so that's like fun in its own way, but it's not like super interactive, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, and Ida, like I've enjoyed Ida when I played him online, but man, he just betrayed me yesterday. So I, I can't was not say coming that. with it. He was. Nah. He was not spitting the hot fire, as it were. He was not. He uh he showed up acting goofy as hell, so I had to send him back oh, home. No. Uh, so, so. so what were you playing over the weekend? Uh, so I built I built three decks as well. I only got to play two of them. I played Kirishima Earth and uh, Jiro Good. Uh, I liked um Kirishima a lot. I think we kind of talked about it. Uh, he's he's pretty hard to kill. He's always got whatever block he needs, which is ridiculous. He's a five hand size character, but he's not really a five hand size character at all. He's whatever hand size he needs to be. Um, he's a very grindy kind of character. He's not going to probably loop a bunch of tacks or like kind of like Uraraka, like you said with her or with Tokiyami. He's not probably stringing out a whole bunch of attacks in one turn. Is probably trying to maybe get one or two attacks and set up his defense, set up his wall, um, maybe pull up a foundation he wants to reuse and put it back down. Uh, but I really liked him. Um, I played. I made a Jiro good deck, and it was. It was okay. Uh, we we kind of talked about it. She's probably better just off air, um, but I was playing her with the uh, the Momo weapon charge kit just because if you can pull off the staff strike combo, it's insane. Start getting unruly uh, on stats. Yeah, it, it's it's actually ridiculous because uh, you've got like oh I've got like five cards in my card pool. This deck is plus five plus five, and it's a little difficult to pull off though. Yeah, um, and like you also had like pretty bad luck with that hero deck too. She kind of just got thrown down a hole. You're yeah, so I'm sure that yeah, didn't help was, your perception of the deck. It, that's true. It, it probably could be uh, played better. Um, and I also put together a water Sero deck, which I didn't get a chance to play, but I am looking forward to that because um, I, I do I do like water. I think water is kind of underrated right now. But uh, so of the ones you you've played so far, who would you say is your ride or die? Ride or die, man. Your ride or die, man. I mean, like tournament ride or die. If I was going to play a tournament tomorrow, I'd probably take Tokiyami. Um, if I wanted to like show someone some fun stuff in the game, ride or die. Mm-hmm. No, that's not a real ride or die. So we're just going to say Tokiyami. Nah. But for, Tokiyami. Funsies, for funsies, I would say Uraraka. Uraraka. Okay, I got that. I'd have to say Kirishima right now. Of, mainly because of the two decks that I've played. Yeah. <laughs> he actually performed and did well. Yeah, so like... Um, yeah, I think so too. Just like from the decks we saw. And then Matt was mm-hmm. running... What all did he have? He had Eraser. He had... He had the Gen Con All Might. Yeah, the free speeder damage one. And he had something else, mm-hmm. too, didn't he? He had a Sue, I think. Froppy. Did he? Uh, he? He may have broke her out after I left. Yeah, yeah. And Froppy is just what you expect. But um, I don't know what he enjoyed the most. I know that every game he played as Eraser was a fucking grind to the very end. Like, he had no easy wins and mm-hmm. uh, no easy losses, either. Like, anytime he lost, it was to the wire, so... I think that I, I character, like that's, yeah, that's just yeah. kind of eraser, yeah, yeah. Until like until you know how to play every matchup perfectly, I think that's how every game goes. And even when you know how to play perfectly, it's still tough, man. It's still tough. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and that's also any... kind of the 
I was gonna say the the just the matchup stuff. That's kind of the interesting thing about uh, UFS and what will be with the My Hero game is just because there's so so much variance in how people are going to build decks. That yeah. even if you're like, oh, I'm playing a racer, and you, they sit down and they're like, oh, it's an all my deck. I definitely know what's going on here. And then your opponent un- like shows something you've never seen. You're like, uh, I don't know what to do here. Right. And then you just kind of yeah. have to figure it out. That's what's fun about playing any card game. And anytime you run into mm-hmm. something you like don't know, and you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna figure this out, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um. So that's that's kind of where we are with the current events. Is there anything else? I, I think we saw they they announced um that there is going to be a DLC for set two, obviously, and they announced the characters. There's a little promo package I saw in the My Hero Discord. Yeah, I don't know that they it's, announced uh, it right, but someone it like oh, came out somewhere, right? <laughs> it's, it's true. I don't I don't think Jasko announced it, but it's out there. Yeah, I think it might be another <laughs> um, TCG player leak or something. So who probably. were the uh, DLC characters in that one? I don't remember. It's it's Aoyama, Yaya Rosa, Kirishima, and uh, Kaminari. Okay, that could be pretty impactful because like yeah, three, three of those characters are already extremely playable. I think. And yeah, Aoyama like. I mean, who knows what a new version of him would do, but um, yeah, that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what those are. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, I think that's about it for uh, current events, but moving on. Okay, so this week's symbol is fire, and to kick things off with the symbol, we're going to talk about its identity in My Hero. Uh, what is it good at? What are its strengths? What are its weaknesses? And we'll kind of talk about some of the, we'll talk about all the characters and kind of which ones are our favorite currently. Um, so one of the surprising things I think for fire, one of its identities is uh, card filtering and card draw. I feel like that's something in UFS that just really hasn't had as much, at least not back when I played. Obviously, it's got speed and damage pumps. That's kind of what it's always done. Uh, but the, the card filtering is really surprising and really powerful, too. Uh, what about you, Ryan? What do you think? Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too, man. Like all the I mean, I guess its identity is really just like Bakugo. Right, because mm-hmm. like all of his stuff yeah. is just generically good. Um, yeah, it's all like fury, charge, uh, a lot of range. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, I guess range, fury, charge. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he has all the card filtering, card draw stuff, and card pool clearing. Like, I mean, all of his stuff. None of it like locks you into playing him, which I think is a mm-hmm. lot different than if you look on the other side. Like when we did order last week, if you look at Midoriya's stuff. Like, most of this stuff is just, like, not generically good. It's good in, like, the punch kit. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if you're playing him. Yeah. I mean, that's not, like, 100% <laughs> true, but you know what I mean? Like, it's it's yeah. much less generically good than what you see out of Bakugo. Like, everything that Bakugo's doing is just... You can play it in any fire deck, it seems like. Um, so, yeah, like like you said, it has more card draw than I think it's had in the past. At least back when I used to play the game a lot. I mean, that may have... Mm-hmm. The identity may have changed over the years. But uh, the card filtering also is very powerful in this set. There's a lot of good cards that do that with like, latent skill and um, mm-hmm. his uh, attack that also does it. Signature right swing. Signature right swing, yeah. It's the exact same thing. It's discard two to draw two. Yeah. Which, if you're a, a newer player, that uh, you know, you're just kind of starting playing these games, That's an ex- it doesn't seem like much, but it's an incredibly powerful ability in any yeah. game. Just to, like, you're going into your, what you think is going to be your kill turn, and you're like, oh, man... I've only got two attacks. Well, you can pitch two foundations you don't need. And then, oh, I drew Howitzer Impact. I'm definitely going to kill my opponent now. Or, you know, you drew whatever card you needed to to make your turn uh, progress to winning the game. Yeah. So, like, those, it's got some pretty pretty good strengths right now. Um, mm-hmm. And as far as... Like, I would say one, uh, one, surpri- sorry, one surprising strength for me is the amount of breaker that it has. 
Yeah, so it has it, it has a lot of Breaker ones, and then it has Breaker two on Ice Storm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's one of the only ways to actually interact with your opponent on your turn. I mean, because <laughs> like there's not a lot of speed reduction in the symbol. Um, mm-hmm. there's some like there's some conditional defensive pieces that like if you get an ally in your card pool, you get minus damage, or you can get minus speed to like a punch attack. But outside of that, mm-hmm. there's like not a lot of speed damage interaction. So like the only way to actually interact with your opponent and like disrupt their turn a little bit is to just break them. Yeah, um, and you've got uh, one of the other. It's it's going to be an incredibly great defensive card, but uh, in the typhoon. Yeah, I, I think. It's, and I it's guess kind I of should, their other go-to. I guess I should give some love card. to uh, fulfill my duty as well. That's a pretty good defensive card. It, it's it's really strong, especially in Ida. It's incredibly powerful because if you're playing against Tokiyami and uh, like, oh, here's Dark Shadow Ruin. I need to end this attack and just go straight to blocks because I can't have any of these enhances go off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, like, you know, it's pretty strong in the card filtering, card draw. Um, what about on the, the weakness front? I know we kind of touched on uh, how it's not like super open on the defense like any other things that we didn't touch on no i i think it's mainly just the the, the lack of speed reduction or damage reduction stuff like that because uh, while you do have those breaker blocks that are great um if your opponent's attacks are just so fast you can't block them the, the breaker blocks are pointless right they don't do anything right. um you've got evil gaze which is kind of the only speed reduction i can think of um because it's you know the Shigaraki Ultra Rare, you lose 2 HP and you give it plus 2 or minus 2 speed so you can give the attack minus 2 speed and hopefully try to block it. Yeah. Outside of that, I'm not really sure. Is there anything you can think of? Um, no, I think that's about it, man. Um, yeah, like interacting with speed is not what this, this character, or this symbol's trying to do. I mean, it does have like a lot of good uh, spam foundations, so I guess you can just like build up your foundation base and block the good old-fashioned way. But, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess it does have, now that I'm thinking about it, it does have In Danger, the Bakugo spam foundation. You said spam foundation, that made me remember that it's, if your health is equal to, or if the attack speed is greater, like, equal to your health, it gets minus three speed, I think, or something like that. Yeah, or it's so, like you said, minus three damage, right? No, minus three damage. Speed. You're right, you're right. It's speed. Okay, yeah. But, but like you said, it's very conditional, and I think yeah. the foundation also destroys itself. It does, yeah. So it's destroy uh, if its damage is equal to or greater than your current health. It gets minus three speed, yeah. Which is, that's great. That that helps a lot. But also, you're like like the card says, you're in danger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't help when like uh, someone's throwing like a twenty speed reciprocal burst at you or something that's gonna kill you anyways. Yeah, at that point, yeah, just pack it up. You're done. Yeah, at that point, hopefully you get the uh, the DLC foundation that's not out yet, and uh, <laughs> you got two cards, and your opponent doesn't seal it. That's what you're hoping. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Irrefutable Forces of Nature is kind of defense, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was alluding to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that card's really good. I mean, I have I feel like I'm gonna play four of that card in every deck, but when I was talking about like <laughs> you gonna be that guy? <laughs> yeah, dude. Why not? Uh, when I was talking about like the other defense, I was specifically talking about like speed and damage reductions, where it kind of lacks. Yeah. But yeah, irrefutable force of nature is a plus, fantastic. That card is very good. Mm-hmm. It hits so much yep. of the format on its commit, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so I think Fire actually might have the, if not the most, it's up there with the most characters currently, uh, as far as like what the symbols, because uh, you've got five from the base set, right? And then one from the DLC and one from the power up packs. Yeah. I think or is it plus right. ultra packs? Plus ultra? Power plus up? Ultra. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Plus ultra. That, that makes way more sense than power up. Yeah, I think it's um, just. Uh, so, uh, of the characters, I think I already know the answer, but what is your favorite fire character? We've kind of already touched on this, but... <laughs> so, my favorite fire character is definitely uh, Todoroki. No, no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> um, probably, yeah, probably Tokiyami. Like, I mean, so... Yeah, Tokiyami is going to be the character, I would say, if I was going to go play in a tournament, like, today. That being mm-hmm. said, I think Ida is, like, super powerful, just like we talked about last week. But also, like, I mean, Bakugo, Shigaraki, the new All Might, like, all these characters are good. None of these characters are bad. I think even I was gonna say, I think the only, yeah, I think I think the only bad fire character is Todoroki. Yeah. Um, and like, honestly, there might be a deck for him at some point that ends up being good. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. But I I still stand by. I think he's just way too slow for what he's doing. But yeah. I mean, I I guess if you're like Todoroki and you're playing against Tokiyami and you can just you know, cancel his uh, Dark Shadow Ruin enhance every time he ever tries to do it. That's pretty good. But that, I guess, yeah, that's real good. I guess uh, it depends on who you're playing, right? So, I mean, shit, mm-hmm. maybe maybe with just the strength of fire itself, I mean, maybe he could end up having a viable deck as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I think it's probably Ida for me. I, I really like I really like Tokiyami. I think he's really good, but I think Ida gives you a little more defense, and he obviously fire him being a fire character he's still gonna have the offense to get out there and get it done with recipro burst we kind of talked about that um but i really think ida gives you the best of both worlds he, he's going to give you the most interaction on your opponent's turn out of any of the other characters which i think is a big deal yeah i mean because his his response for minus three speed is also just very good on defense so yeah i mean he definitely mm-hmm. lets you interact with your opponents steals their enhances ends their enhanced phases so he he mm-hmm. does he shores up some of that uh, defensive interaction that the other characters just don't get, and they don't pretend like mm-hmm. they get it. Yeah, they don't care. Like Bakugo, Bakugo is just like, "Did I kill you? Uh, no. All right, <laughs> have your yeah. turn, please." <laughs> yeah, did I kill you? All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's that's it for the characters. Uh, I guess let's take a little break, and we'll come back and talk about some attacks. Sounds good. All right. All right, welcome back to the uh, UA podcast, talking about the fire symbol this week. Uh, we're going to start off talking about some attacks, kind of what our favorites are, what the keywords are on them, um, what we think uh, a good lineup of attacks is. Uh, we we touched on it briefly earlier, but with a lot of fire attacks, you're going to see a lot of fury just from Bakugo. Like we kind of talked about he has the biggest character base, the biggest base of cards, a lot of fury there. And also Shigaraki has a lot of fury. Some stuns, a little bit of powerful, some EX, and a little bit of combo stuff from Shigaraki as well. Um, for me, I, I think when we're talking about standout attacks for fire, by default, it's going to begin and end with Bakugo's Secret Rare. Uh, yeah. That, that card, I think that's just, it's, you, you, gotta, you gotta bring it up, right? That, that card's actually insane. What's, what's um, the name of that card? Nitro Explosion Ignition. There we go. Um, I'm pulling it up, so it's yeah. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's only a four difficulty attack. Somehow, I, I don't know how that works. Plus one mid. I mean, if you got the attack, you, you can read it there. 
yeah. it, it's just I like I said, I think it begins and ends the list of best fire attacks, which is saying something because there are a lot of really good fire attacks. So outside of that one, I think you've got a lot of really interesting cards like uh, we kind of touched on Ice Storm uh, earlier. It's got it's got stun two or well, yeah, it's got not stun two. It's got breaker two, excuse me, which is I think one of I think it's the only card with breaker two. Is that uh, right? Ayoyama also has a card with Breaker 2. Okay, his, that's uh, right. His so, Ultra Rear. But that's the only two okay, cards yeah. with Breaker 2. The only two cards with Breaker 2. Uh, the, but it's also got Powerful 3 for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and it can't be blocked like, okay. by attacks. And it's off zone. So, like, yeah. if you're, if you're not it, just, like, ending your opponent's turn or messing their turn up substantially, then maybe you just kill them with it next turn. Who knows? Yeah, and, and it's got a Deadlock Enhance for some reason. Sure, let's, let's give it that, too. What's the Deadlock Enhance even do? Uh, it gets plus two speed. The speed of the stack cannot be reduced. Okay, so, sure. sure. Yeah, All why right, not? Yeah. It's pretty solid, right? <laughs> and it's only a four difficulty attack. It's got a whole... F- yeah, I think that card's insane. Uh, we, we we touched on Recipro Burst. Uh, uh, what about you, Ryan? What are, what are your, your favorite man, attacks? Fire? Frigid Heat Wave is, like, up there, man. Frigid Heat Wave. Um, it gives you, like... I mean, drawing two cards off of it. And you do have to build, like, a very specific ranged deck. To get the card draw but hey mm-hmm. good news there's a bunch of really good ranged attacks in the set so it doesn't matter <laughs> just play good yep. cards and you can draw two cards and also uh, i mean it comes in at a uh, like four printed damage um and can get up to plus six more i mean you got to be pretty lucky for that to happen but it's still mm-hmm. just like free damage and it's discarding cards to enable its first enhance um i just like that card a lot i think it's really really good and um, also, I mean, I think every deck that I've that I'm able to play it in, almost I still play Engine Rush. I know I talked about Engine Rush last week, but I still love Engine Rush. Nothing has changed in one week since I talked about it last. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, draw draw two cards. It says that right there on there. They have to uh, if they don't block it, which obviously you're gonna want them to block, uh, you know, take some damage and stuff. But also drawing cards and fire, it's it's ridiculous. So yeah. Good. Uh, I, 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 one card that might be overlooked by a lot of people that I think I kind of want to talk about is instant explosive release. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, you may look at it and it's like, ah, it's only three damage. Um, but man, for only a three difficulty attack, it can automatically just go to your momentum after it resolves. It's not if it deals damage, it doesn't have to be damage. It doesn't have to do damage. It doesn't have to be blocked. It's just once the attack is over, it's out of your card pool and into your momentum. That's, that's just great. Yeah, yeah, we actually, so Matt, you know, was not a big fan of this card, right, when we mm-hmm. were talking about it or playing against him with it, but we were playing games last night, um, and he actually was just, like, blocking every first attack I threw, because he's like, motherfucker, I'm not letting you kill me with instant explosive release into plus <laughs> ultra, and I was like, yeah, you learned now, son, this card's really good, yeah. you learned today. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly, and that's like, man, because you, you put your opponent in a bad position, right, because you throw... A kind of a simple attack, maybe a lower damage, which would what we would call like a poke attack. You just I'm just gonna throw out of here. Maybe it's a three damage attack, get some damage on there. But if your opponent, if you your opponent knows you're playing instant explosive release, you put them in the position like ah, I can't, I can't just let this one hit me, and then they're just gonna play like two or maybe maybe three instant explosive releases in a in a row, and now they've got two or three momentum, and they're gonna hit me with a powerful attack or something. It puts them in the yeah. position that they have to block every first attack, even if they don't really want to. Yeah, it's awesome, man. I mean, I love anything that snap generates momentum, but if it also does damage and gives damage to my next attack as well, I'm all in for it. It's good. 
Yeah, and it also makes your next attack more powerful if it deals damage. Uh, it's just everything it does puts them in a bad position. And uh, obviously, since we've talked about Tokiyami, we have to talk about Dark Shadow Ruin as one of the best cards in Fire. That's true. Yeah, man. I mean, like, it comes in. It's like a 4-high for 5. Um, obviously, you're going to play the action on it to make it a 5-high for 6. Once you mm -hmm. do that, it enables its second enhance to give it stun 1 and plus 3 damage, so it's a 5-high for 9. And then after you've committed your character, you give it another plus 1 damage with uh, Tokiyami, so it's a 5-high for 10. It's like... And that's really just out of the box. Like, you're, that's a sequence of events that's going to happen every time you play the card. Um, and then yeah. it makes those actions not count towards progressive. So if you have more, you just start bumping people with them the whole turn. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that card, I mean, the card's real good. A 5 high for 10 on 5 difficulty just, like, every single time. Uh, I mean, it's hard to beat that. It's really good. And like, also, it makes your opponent block early. Like, if they start blocking early, then you kind of know like your situation, so you know to like keep going in or not to overcommit. So like, making mm -hmm. them block a ten damage attack as your first attack uh, lets you know how to plan the rest of your turn out. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like like we talked about with kind of with the explosive release. It just puts your opponent in a position where they have to make decisions they probably don't want to. Uh, it's yeah. Oh man. Fire Fire has such a great lineup of attacks. Like cuz there's yeah. there's a several Bakugo attacks that I think are great that I don't even know if like I could fit them in somewhere. Like I think Exploding Pride is kind of a great card. Um to just just burn. It just says your opponent loses health if they have momentum. That's great. Right. So, you know, maybe it's a sideboard card against Uraraka or someone like that that's playing air or Kaminari where maybe they're going to have a bunch of momentum and you're like, "Well, you know, I played this attack and you just get to lose three or four health for no reason." Yeah, it's a really good card. Um, it it discards all the cards from their momentum. So that's if it's blocked. If yeah. it's blocked. Yeah, I feel like that's just going to be an unblockable attack for some decks that like need momentum, right? Like, man, I can't block <laughs> this shit. So I guess I'm taking however much damage it's doing. Yeah, but then oh, I didn't block. Uh, yeah, now, now I got to take all this damage. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like oh man, maybe Bakugou's just going to kill me with this attack. I don't know. Yeah, for real, man. <laughs> And then, like, uh, how it's your impact as well is really good. Mm -hmm. Just, like, generically yeah. good. It, it says it's a six difficulty, but if if it's actually a six difficulty, you're playing the game wrong, right? Yeah, it's a damn lie. They lied to you when they put that on there. Yeah, um, it, it, I mean, it, better, it better not be a six difficulty attack. Yeah, it's a four difficulty, four low for six. Uh, and then, obviously, you're going to destroy a foundation to make it a six low for six on four difficulty. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't beat it, man. It's really good. Yeah, God, that card has a plus one high block, too. Oof. Yes, it does. There's a lot of good Oof. stuff going on that card, and it looks really cool. Yeah. You can't it understate does, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will say uh, Bakugo's attacks also just look fucking sweet. Like, just all the pictures are just, like, great sweet action shots of him doing stuff and just looking looking like a maniac like he is in the show. It's pretty great. Yeah, and I know you and I both got extra rare versions of Exploding Pride. If you guys haven't seen that, that is a good-looking card. If you know anyone that has one go take a peek at that because it's nice it's yeah it is real real nice <laughs> um I, I will say this is kind of unrelated to what we were just talking about we talked this a little bit yesterday so um i think the the most surprising uh xr card that i got was super regeneration like that card looks really awesome as an xr yeah i mean there's a lot uh, of really cool looking xrs but yeah super regeneration in particular just looks really cool mm -hmm. yeah um 
So let's see. Uh, is there anything else that we should talk about with the attacks? Um, so maybe I like guess... some synergies or something, or what, what yeah, do you think? We, got, we got some good combos kind of stuff going on in, in Fire. Yeah, I mean, just like once again, I mean, we've already been talking about it. Just look at everything that Bakugo does, like his whole Fury build, like mm-hmm. it's built to synergize together. It's it's the starter deck attack lineup. I mean, you don't really have to do much thinking to realize that that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like all of his cards are threats. Just whenever you play them, you don't even really have to do anything to them. Just you play them, and they're coming in for like six six damage all the time. Six speed, six damage, just getting absolutely wild. Uh, yeah, and with Bakugo, there's just always the threat that you're gonna clear them from your card pool and make your next deck easier to play. Like all his attacks have high, kind of a high difficulty, but they're really, but he doesn't have progressive difficulty a lot, probably, yeah. right? That's um, true. Or and if think... he does have progressive difficulty, that's then you're just dying. Yeah, and something that like we didn't have last week going into this week, we had like no actions to talk about last week. But there's actually a lot of actions. Mm. Or I say a lot. There's three actions in <laughs> fire, but they're actually like some of the more powerful actions. I think, um, because like these actions actually interact with the attack strategies we're out here trying to do. They actually help you kill some people. Mm-hmm. Um. So we have uh, what, Capture Evildoers. That's the new DLC one. Right? Or no, that's a Plus Ultra Pack, maybe? Uh, plus Ultra Pack, yeah. Okay. So what do you think about that card, John? Um, again, it punishes your opponent for having momentum, which is great. Because uh, the, the first enhance is you remove one of theirs, right? And then you get to add one. Yeah. That's awesome. Another fire card with breaker with a plus one mid block. That's pretty sweet. And then also just the again clearing cards from your card pool. That's so helpful in your kill turns. Like that's it can't be un, un, understated. Yeah, I want to say at some point there's going to be some character that just draws a ton of cards, and it's going to be awesome to like play four attacks, play this, and then play like three more attacks. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Um, Ooh, if only that card shared a symbol with zero. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> um the the Jincon All Might, it shares a symbol with that, right? Uh, uh yes, it's all. All? All in so, good. I, mean, I think all the All Might stuff has all in good. Yeah, so okay. it shares so he's, one with the Jin. He's like an eight thirty, so it's already pretty good with him, you know. Uh yeah. Uh, honestly, this card's probably just good, like in any of the All Might decks that just want to play like Detroit Smash, draw a bunch of cards. And if you're playing the five hander to reduce your hand size to draw three more cards, like you could probably just have a pretty nutty turn where you just have like seven card or no, you're gonna have like nine cards in your hand, and mm-hmm. if this is one of them, you just have a bunch of attacks. You just like play a bunch of stuff, clear it, play a bunch of stuff, and if you don't kill them, I would be surprised. Yeah, you you checked real bad or something, or I don't know. Yeah, made some mistakes along the way. Um, yeah. I, speaking of the DLC, I guess one attack that I do want to talk about is Mighty Punch. Oh yeah, I um, forgot about Mighty Punch. My bad. Yeah, Mighty Mighty Punch. I mean, and it you know lives up to its name. Five for seven difficulty. It's only a three mid, which is pretty easy to block. Uh, but the man, the the deadlock enhance is really fun. I think just discard the top ten cards of your opponent's deck. That's hilarious to me. I love that. <laughs> yeah, ten cards. I, I mean, it's pretty good. I don't I don't know how it's going to help you win the game necessarily, but. Who knows, maybe at some point they'll make a, a mill character and it's going to have one of those symbols. I mean, like, if you're at the point of the game where someone's in deadlock, um, 
Because, like, people aren't going to turbo themselves into deadlock, right? They might do it, like, later in the game when they're like, shit, I really just need to be able to block a bunch of stuff because they got a lot of foundations that mm-hmm. enhance their attacks. Um, maybe they just go into deadlock willingly to be able to block, and then you're just like, okay, I'm going to mill you, make you slap in your deck, and you better hope I don't have more of these to mill the shit out of you. Um, but yeah, yeah, like, I think it's fine. Like, and the first enhance on it's really good, too. Mm-hmm. Pretty much so. It's fitting with the the uh, the DLC All Might's theme. Um, even though oh, this is, I was gonna say, even though Mighty Punch isn't a ranged attack, it still works pretty well with that ranged lineup of Todoroki's as well. Just like getting stuff in your discard pile for benefit. Yeah, it does fit that. Because uh, he, like we said, Todoroki's he's trying to have a he's trying to have a, a big old discard pile with ranged attacks in it. Yeah. Um, and this definitely helps you get there. Uh, I think. Did you have any other uh, attacks you wanted to talk about? Uh, nah, man. I think we kind of hit on everything there. Okay. Well, let's let's take a little break, and we'll come back and finish it out talking about some foundations and kind of wrap it up for this episode. Sounds good. All right, welcome back to the UA Podcast on the Fire Symbol. We're gonna uh, close out the episode talking about foundations. Um, I feel like Fire, obviously. With a lot of stuff, it's going to revolve around a lot of Bakugo's foundations, kind of what he wants to do, what his game plan is. Uh, you know, card pool clearing, cycling his cards, speed and damage pumps. But that's not all Fire's got going on as foundations. It's got some some interesting defensive pieces, or maybe like a little more control pieces with stuff from Todoroki or Ida. Um, I think we, we talked about it some, but I think uh, Irrefutable Force of Nature is just an insane card for Fire. Uh, you can because it hits a, an earth, fire, or water card, which is a huge amount of cards. Um, but then it also has just the the is it destroy or remove is the second part of it. It removes to seal any asset or foundation. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I think if I was ranking my fire foundations, this would either be number one or number two. It would be up there. It's really high up. What would you? What, what what do you think would compete with it? I think latent skill is probably close to it. Just being able to flip and filter two cards, like draw two, discard or discard two, draw two. I think it's really mm-hmm. good. But I mean, I guess it depends on what you're trying to do. Like, if you need to answer something, like obviously, force of nature is probably better, or definitely better. Uh, but if you're just <laughs> looking to kill people, like getting two new cards goes a long way, man. Yeah, especially when you can discard aggressive temper. True. True. Uh, which if you're if you're not aware. Uh, the the response on aggressive temper just says if it hits the discard pile during the enhanced step, I believe. Yeah. To get uh, so. Uh, yeah, so that that definitely works with that. So you can cycle it, give your attack a, a boost, and maybe draw two better cards. Yeah, that works from just everywhere. It works from if you check it, right? Yeah. During uh, the enhanced phase. Let me make sure I'm not a liar. Nah, it's it says enhanced step. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it works yep, so. if you like check it like if you play an action and check it during the enhanced step, or if you discard it, or you blow it up, like all that stuff makes it enter the discard pile. So it's just free damage. Mm-hmm. It feels really good to do Great. that too, by the way. If you discard one of those while you're filtering, <laughs> it's like, oh man, I-, I played you, son. God, just galaxy brain moves, bitch. Let's go. Cacao. <laughs> feels real good. Um, that being said, so even though those are like probably my two favorite, there's like there's just a ton of really good foundations in this symbol. Um Nervous Habit is just, like, I, sneaky, really, really good. I, I was going to say Nervous Habit, I think, is making a push for maybe my favorite foundation. Just because 
the 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 free it's not free you have to deal a damage but the it doesn't commit or anything like that and it's on every attack and then the the anti-stun stuff man it's it's really gonna make your opponent think twice about trying to stun your stuff down it's it's a really good foundation and notably nervous habit isn't like just it's anti-committal it's not anti-stun so like it triggers off of things uh, yeah. like if i tap something to make you tap something it still triggers off of that mm-hmm and then, so, like, I think probably one foundation that I uh, am excited to play that I haven't really found a deck for it to go in yet is Frozen. Just to be able to, like, destroy a foundation that make your rival commit one. Which is in the same vein of what we were just talking about, actually. Um, mm-hmm. This is, like, yeah, it seems like a steep cost to make your opponent commit one, but if you're going in for a kill and you're committing stuff, you're just blowing up your, your committed foundations to make them tap out, it seems pretty strong. I just haven't been able to fit it in anywhere yet. Yeah, got got to find that right spot for it. Um, I think encouragement is a is a really really good one. Um, being able to clear your card pool and it doesn't it, it flips so it it still yeah. hangs around so still you still get that that being able to use it just a blank foundation. I think that's a, a another really powerful, really powerful foundation we got going on here. Yeah, that um, card that card is making it into all my air decks, all my fire decks, all my death decks. Lay all of them. <laughs> There's no reason to not yeah. play it. And, like, can we just talk about how there's, like, a million cards that flip in this set? Like, uh, I feel yeah. Like, I feel like it's way more common to see Enhanced Flip or Response Flip than it is to see Enhanced Commit. Like, no joke. They just want to make things flip, and they're, they're pretty much, like, free when you do that. They are. I, I think it allows you to maybe print uh, some maybe more powerful abilities on cards if you just... Because you it's, it's a one-off, right? I flip mm-hmm. it and then it's gone. I mean, obviously I mean, you can pick them back up or other stuff to yeah. turn them back over, but it maybe lets them get away with maybe making a little a little more powerful abilities on cards because it doesn't, like you said, it's not going to come back every turn, right? Right. Um. Uh, also, gonna... uh, calling for backup. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I talked about that some last week, uh, but calling for backup. I mean, so specifically in Ida, the card is yeah. Uh, it's on a tier above with every other character, but I mean, in any other character on offense, it's good because it gives you a free card and on defense, it filters. So it's never a bad mm-hmm. card and it's a spam foundation. I love that card. It's so good. Stronger in darkness, the spam zero five. If your character's committed, just give a free plus one damage to your attack. Yeah. Just value um, town for spam foundations out here in fire. Mm-hmm. And cool student. So Weirdly, I think Cool Student is not necessary in Tokiyami. Uh, no, just I don't even play it in Tokiyami. I was going to say, you don't need it in Tokiyami just because Summon Dark Shadow is making it so all your attacks get plus three to, when you want to check them. Yeah. Um, but Cool Student in, you know, Bakugo probably pretty is a really something you might want to think about. It's a good use for fire for momentum because they don't have a lot of powerful attacks. You might not be using them that much. But just giving discarding momentum to give your tech your checks plus two is awesome. If you know, like, oh man, I've got my kill attack coming up, but if I check a three, I'm screwed. So we'll just slap cool student back on top. Yeah, well, I mean, cool student with the secret here is uh, in Bakugo specifically. It's really good because every mm-hmm. every time you discard something, you get a momentum. Then you use that momentum to give your check plus two. So you just never commit anything ever. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, man, fire's got some some really good foundations, and obviously yeah. they, they're more aggressive because that's the that's what fire wants to be. It, it's generally going to be an aggro deck, right? Right. Um, 
So yeah, uh, is there are there any other foundations you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, we already talked about. Uh, so one thing we haven't talked about is a uh, staggering positivity, the DLC foundation. So mm-hmm. this card obviously isn't out yet, and like on the surface, it's like yeah, flip, give plus two damage, shuffle some cards in. But uh, I think this will probably be a really good sideboard card, or it might be a good main deck card, just depending on what the popular decks are to to combat people like Eraser or Tokiami or Todoroki, even if he ends up being good, like shuffling some of their range stuff in. Or, mm-hmm. honestly, if you're getting into like a late-game situation, uh, shuffling in a bunch of foundations in your opponent's deck so they don't draw attacks could be really good. So I think the card could be pretty good down the line. I haven't like played with it yet, but I do like the effect on it. I, yeah, it, it's like you said, I think it, it might fall more into a sideboard card. Because um, if your opponent's got a couple of erases in their discard pile and obviously you're playing against a racer, you're like, well, let's just go ahead and get these out of here. Yeah. So let's go ahead and just uh, shut that on down. Yeah, I mean, if you can shuffle, like, say if they have, like, two in their discard and they're just, like, cycling one over and over, like, you don't ever want them to have multiple races, right? Yeah. Like, you don't want them to be able to, like, erase your character at all times. Uh, yeah. And then be able to give speed. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's, I feel like just keeping them off of that shit is good. Yeah, I don't know that we're going to see targeted discard hate, like where it's like, you know, just straight up remove, pick one card and remove it from your opponent's discard pile, especially with characters like Eraser, when their whole theme is, I need to get this card out of my discard pile repeatedly, like every attack, maybe. That yeah. seems probably too good, so this might be the closest we're going to see to something like that. And I think it is, it is a, I think it's a fair answer to stuff like Erase, right? It is. I mean, I could see them, like, printing something that's like a one-for-one remove. But I know in the past they've made cards that like search all your game zones and remove a named card from the game, right? So like yeah. you don't want that because obviously a race a racer head would just be unplayable. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean if they had like a foundation or an attack that was like let you remove one card in your opponent's discard pile from the game, I think that would probably be fair. But I just don't I don't know what their plans are obviously for design. We'll see. Yeah, and it may be fair. I mean, you're not necessarily going to against a racer or tokiami every game so that if, if you're not playing against them that card's kind of dead right or would yeah be. Uh, well not not staggering positivity i think it'll be useful kind of regardless but a card with target yeah um well i think we're kind of reaching the end here of the podcast uh what we are going to do is we're gonna go ahead and set up the next episode like we did last week ryan's yes. gonna it's time it's time, it's time so... to roll it up and see what we're gonna play right, or so not play gonna... talk about we're going to find a random number generator. All right. So between 1 and so 10. 1 and 10. Um, so so here's the thing. I just typed random number generator into Google, and it automatically generated a number between 1 and 10. Am I using that, or am I clicking the generate button? You tell me. Should I close my eyes and click it like five times? Yes. I've clicked it more than five times. All right. We got number five. So... Um, I don't know what that is. I'll say Earth. You're gonna say Earth. Maybe. All right. I'm no, wait, 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 the... wait, wait. Yeah, Earth. I'll say Earth. All right. I'm on the UFS wiki, which apparently exists. One, two, three, four, five is Earth. You're correct. Oh, got it. Yeah. You know what that means, Ryan? Talking about Eda for a third week in a row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta love it, baby. Yeah. All right. So void next week. Uh. No, Earth next week. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Earth. I mean to mess you It'll up. It'll be, be a change of pace a little bit on Earth from what we talked about the first couple weeks. So. Yeah. 
excited mm-hmm. to talk about that. But um, anything else we need to do? Uh, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll plug the rest of the UA stuff. Uh, I'll have another blog coming out on Monday, which will be out probably by the time you're listening to this, because this should come out on Tuesday. So I'll have another one up either Sunday night or Monday morning. I believe Chris is going to do another article for us soon. I think this week. I don't um, know if it's coming out he, this week or next week. Yeah, he's he's got another one he's working on, and he just had a really good one last week. Uh, I believe it was called Draft Capital. Yeah, that was I believe it. that right. Yep. Uh, but definitely make sure you check that out. Uh, we're we'll. I don't know. If, I think Matt's probably going to work on something, having some written content uh out at some point as well. Um, other than that, I don't think there's really anything coming up. Anything you got, yeah. Ryan? No, I got nothing other than this, man. Uh, we got some other stuff we're working on, but we just haven't ironed out yet. But we'll let y'all know about that when we do. But mm-hmm. uh, I think outside of that, man, just uh, make sure you're, you're liking, subscribing to these videos on this YouTube. Yeah, man. YouTube, um, and we'll put them out as a as a audio, just the audio version as a podcast as well. If you if you'd rather listen to it that way. Yeah, I accidentally put that out late last week, so I'll put it out <laughs> on time this week for sure. It's okay. And then, uh, yeah, man, make sure you check out the Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash uasensei. We got ecommitufs.wordpress.com for John and Chris's written content and anyone else who does any written stuff for us. But that's all the written stuff. And mm-hmm. then uh, universesacademy.org for all of the, uh, the more basic, like, learn how to play stuff and just all the new spoilers and images and all that stuff will be up over there. And, uh, oh, that's that, that's actually a good point. I think Matt put up a bunch of the, the learn to play stuff this week, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. So he put up uh, like the first three lessons on how to play the game. So if you guys got any mm-hmm. new players that are just starting or if you're just starting and you got questions about stuff, he has some cool little uh, lessons that go into how to play the game. And it, I went yeah. through them and they were pretty helpful. I think mm-hmm. it's because like, there's, there's a lot of stuff getting into UFS that is, is pretty big, steep learning curve. So it helps you get over that hump a little bit. Um, Definitely. And then, uh, like John said, uh, this will be up in podcast form too. So it's pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts. It's on Google, Spotify, Apple, yada, 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 all that stuff. So just uh, make sure you subscribe and get that shit, man. Yeah, man. Smash that like and subscribe. I think that's what we're supposed to say. (laughs) All right, man. (laughs) Well, I guess uh, I got nothing else, John. Uh, No, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, This has been the uh, Symbols of Peace. Uh, UA series. Uh, today's episode was fire. Next up is going to be Earth. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.